small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me today, live and in person, in the rock room, please welcome Murray Valariano. It's nice to be back in the rock room. I don't know the last time I was here. I don't remember. I don't know either. Should I shut that door, you think, to really make it nice in here? I should shut it. Okay. I mean, the uh, apartment looks great. Oh, I'm going to show you that, too. You redid it. We redid it, yeah. Well, don't show me now. I'm not going to show you now. We'll come back. (laughs) See, ya, finish it off. Hey, oh. hey. Yeah. Why is that? That's not a good door. Yeah, maybe maybe it's not fixed. All right. Well, oh, anyone a... can break in there, I guess. Pe- people who think that lock works can forget it. <laughs> a lot of traffic coming through here. A lot, of, a lot of people jiggling that handle. Uh, Murray, you're here today because uh, <clears throat> a couple weeks ago I did an episode called Space Jams. Okay. With the Patreon people. But uh, at that time, we did not get through all the songs. Oh, wow. So, so as to not disappoint people. Sure. This is, I don't know what we'll call it. We're going to Space Jams continued or more Space Jams. Space Jams 2? Nah, no. I, I want to I try to avoid that. <laughs> I want to be more creative. Glad I came out. <laughs> Space Jams continued. Space Jam's the next generation. That's how I like that. That's yeah. better. Now okay. you're, now you're okay. using, I'm just getting the coffee. I'm getting the coffee. It was right. a long drive out to the rock room. You put your uh, writer's cap on. Was traffic bad? Not too bad. All right. 11 o'clock's a good time to head out. I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last time we were here, we had Michelle Allen, uh, my friend from work, really funny, uh, off the rails. People seem to enjoy it. And now we have you. So, you know, step it up. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm not as rushed to get home, you know, to get to, to get to, you know, fucking 12th grade or whatever your, uh, your uh, Trader Joe's friends, however she's old they She's 30 are. years old. Oh, she's 30? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Murray, mm-hmm. you know how we do this. We play intros. This is how we do it. We play intros and songs mm-hmm. yeah. from the Patreon people. So, let's catch us up on you, though. Okay. Uh, are you on the picket line? Um, Technically, yes. All right. Are you? Are you? I haven't gone. I've you, been traveling so much. I haven't been on the picket line. All right. Oh, okay. But you will be. <laughs> yeah, I will be. But I, I'm leaving. You're tomorrow. not a scab. You're not scabbing. I'm not scabbing. I will not cross the picket line. All right. Good. Uh-huh. Um, how is this going to affect uh, all the work that happens at your home? <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean none of it? <laughs> I mean, like, so mayor shut down. Obviously, although she's reading a script right now, which is interesting. I, um, I took a shit ton of ships this summer. And I was regretting it. And then the strike happened, and now SAG's going on strike too, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now, now happy. I'm like, it's great. It's going to, like, I'm gone for 14 days tomorrow. That's going to suck to be away, but. And where are you I'm going? Working. Um, Turks and Caicos, Bahamas, mm-hmm. Dominican Republic. Do you get to enjoy these locales? Do yeah. they pull into port? Yeah. 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 All right, get some sun. Do you get to surf in any of these, or that, it's is that the a Caribbean? No-no? There's no surfing. There's no surfing. There's no surfing in the Caribbean because there's no waves. There's no waves. It's flat. Okay. I'm not allowed to. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's a rule. Well, the Calvinist movement. Maybe the Turks surfing. and the Caicos say you yeah. can't do it. Yeah, no. But some places they're really beautiful. Um, a lot of times, though, like I'll just stay on the boat because it's empty. All right, and I'll go to the gym and yeah, you know, just kind of get some time by myself. You watch movies? Is there movies on the? Is uh, there they a have. One of them has an IMAX. Wow. Yeah, yeah. What what kind of a movie were they show there? Last time they showed, 
I don't know, either the uh, the second Black Panther or one of one of those big right. action movies. Right. I didn't go, but I'll be on that ship in a couple of weeks. I'll probably see what's playing on there. You didn't go because that movie, uh, the costume designer beat your wife. <laughs> That's out, right. So I wouldn't fuck go that woman. Either. I didn't fuck yeah. her. Forget yeah. it. If she was twice, on the boat, beat her twice. Yeah. If she's on the boat, push that woman over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but you know, like you know, I'll get out on the beach and swim and stuff. It's nice. All right, good. Yeah. And the only thing, yeah, uh, the only. Th- Thing you don't like about it is uh, being away from home you know i was thinking about that on the way over and yes but that's all you know i've been touring comedy for a long time but there's something mentally i was talking about this with mary last night i think like i feel like all right let's say i'm in turks and caicos and something terrible happens at home god forbid yes then like i, I was like oh my there's this whole thing of how to get home like if i was at the chicago improv i would make a couple phone calls i'd get out the next day yeah but then i was thinking about it i'm like I mean, if you, if you were at the Chicago Improv and worst came to worst, you'd rent a car and you could drive home. Sure. But I was thinking about it. Like, let's say something happens and I'm in the Caribbean. I just go up to, you know, HR basically is mm-hmm. who they are and say, hey, I got to get home. They'll fucking, all right, we'll get you on a flight out of here tomorrow. We'll get you the car. Like, you know what I mean? So it's actually easier, I think, to get home from all right, there. Because uh, corporate will take care of it. Corporate will take care of all of it. Like, you know, a fr- I don't want to say who it is, but I'm sure he'd be fine with it. A friend of ours who does ships, his first one, his father-in-law died. They yeah. had him out on the next day. Yeah, the the next right. port, they had him out. There was he was home in time. Yeah. Like so, they're they're there for that. So yeah. it's actually probably a little easier. Sadly, he was never hired again. But yeah, well, that's he, on he him. did get home. <laughs> he did get home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to <clears throat> decide what's more important. <laughs> How many shows again do you do weekly on the boat? Like I this am, this run. This I'm excited about this one. <clears throat> Excuse me. Although I don't technically love the club on this boat, but uh, I'm contracted for five shows. Okay, so five shows in fourteen days. Well, that's no. I'm I'm doing three contracts in fourteen days. Okay, so I'm doing three different cruise shows. So this one is great because I fly in tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. No, I fly in tomorrow night. I get on the boat on Saturday. Mm-hmm. They gave me the day off. Okay, the guy knows me. He's like he's red eyeing in. He's going to be wiped out. So the other comic does the first show. All right, I do four shows the next day. You do four of your five shows the next. Four day? of my five shows the next day, and then and then you have one, and then I two days off. Yeah. And then one 20 minute show on Friday. One of those days I would just, I would sleep the entire day. Oh, I've done it. Well, I also, I can't really sleep on the boats. I have insomnia. So uh-huh. it, it's, it's weird. Either I'll go to bed at like midnight and get up at four or I'll fall asleep at four and get up at 11. But whatever you want to do, you don't have to do it. You don't have to empty a dishwasher. You're going to take trash I can, out. I can you go to the gotta, gym anytime I want. You know, got to so tell great. your kid to get in his room. You oh, don't have to man. do anything. It's so great. You don't have to cook for anyone. I know. How's the food on the boat? Not bad. All right. I mean, I get to, I, I get, comedians get crew and passenger privileges. Okay. So if I want to go upstairs and eat in the restaurants, I can. If I don't want to be, you know, harassed or if I bomb the night before and I don't yeah. want to see anybody, I'll go down to the crew mess and eat down there. Or so it's really, the comics have it really good on the boat. Okay. Let me ask you this about bombing and then seeing people. <clears throat> How many people are on the boat? Anywhere from, depending on the size of the boat, at least 1,500 to 3,000. Okay, let's say there's 3,000 people in the boat. Sure. How many people fit in the comedy club room? About 400. All right. So, all right. That's that's a good chunk of people. Right. But I'll be honest with you. Is it full? Is the comedy room usually, full? Yeah, it's the most popular usually thing full. on the boat. It's the most wow. popular show Okay, great. All right. So, you're talking about, you know, uh, four, six of the people. Okay. I've I seen don't want to do math. No, either. <laughs> Just throwing out numbers. Um, all right. So that's a lot of people that you could possibly run into. And when I say bomb, I mean, 
there's bombing mm-hmm. where you actually bomb and everybody's uncomfortable. Right. And then there's when a comic thinks he bombs. Yeah. You know, where, where right. you're doing fine. They just don't know how good it could be. Right. You and know so what they I mean? come up to you and they, th- I remember that. Like people would come up and go, you were great. And if you didn't think you were great, you'd be like, no, oh, really? I didn't think it was. But then I just learned to just say, oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, a, I think because that's a rookie mistake. Cause yeah. they don't know. It's a rookie mistake. Cause you don't want to start telling them that they didn't have a good time. <laughs> exactly. They or, just had a good time. Yeah. Cause to them, if it's their first time seeing you and let's say you do a seven out of 10, yeah. It's still really good. And they've never seen you do a right. 10. So it's their 10. Right. So, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I learned that. That's what I learned. Yeah, and to be honest with you, like, did you say thank you? Just say thanks, thanks. I'm glad yeah, you had a good yeah, time. Thanks. But uh, and then I thought it would be really when I first started doing this last year. I thought it'd be like, oh, I don't want to. I got, I bought a bucket hat. <laughs> like, I didn't want to be, yeah. you know, harassed the fake whole time. Mustache. Yeah, totally. And it's and everybody. I've been. There's only been a couple times where it was kind of like uncomfortable, and I had to leave. But most of the time, they don't realize it's you. Yeah. You know, they because they see you they, out of context. Yeah. And like, I've literally been talking to somebody on the coffee line in the morning for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then somebody will walk up to me and be like, great show last night. And the guy I've been talking to be like, oh, that was you. Yeah. <laughs> you I know, went, so there's like this out of context thing. I ran into uh, one of my best friends from high school. I ran into his sister and her family out here in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know they're out here visiting. And I just happened to be at Disneyland. And I ran into them and I went up and I'm like, Sue. And she didn't know who I was at all. Mm-hmm. She was like, because, and I, then I had to say, it's Pat Dodson right, from right. Holidaysburg. And she's like, oh my God. She's like, <laughs> I didn't, I, because they just weren't oh, sure. expecting to see me. So you just don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you brought some uh, for what it's I brought worth, some for pins. worth pins. If you wanted to throw those in some gonna, giveaways. You know what? I'm going to, uh, I'm giving away five CDs this week. Oh, shoot. So four of the Somebody's people. Somebody's fucked. I think I have one over there. <laughs> okay. So, Do I have another one? Oh, you know what? I. This reminds me to get something. I'm standing up. All right, he's standing up. Walking over here. The door is okay, still locked, as far as we know. Uh, here. Oh, oh, what is this? That's your thing that you forgot here. Oh, awesome! Thank you so much. You clean your glasses. This is my. Uh, oh, and look, and my, look, yeah, my glasses right cleaner. Oh, perfect. This is my glasses cleaner. I've been looking for that. I don't wear these anymore. Yeah, and then I found my. Uh, I found my fifth for what it's worth pin. So uh, everyone who wins a CD this week will also get yeah, yeah. a pin. Awesome. One of the new episodes dropping. Uh, I got one I'll drop in the next week or so. Um, oh, you can't even write episodes now because the writers. I can't, I'm, I'm not allowed to write. Stri- um, is that I, true? No, I can write episodes. <laughs> my my show isn't union on the internet, uh, which is why we're striking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so eventually it will be, and but you wouldn't be able to. I'm doing a live version in August Where at the Hollywood Improv. Wow, that's good. Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm going to try and live stream it for all the patrons. That'll be good. And what is the, uh, did you start writing that in? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And who are the big guns that are coming out for panel? I haven't decided yet. Wait, big guns like contestant-wise? Yeah. Oh, I haven't asked anybody yet. No one. You're on the list to ask, so. What? Am, am, I, am I high or, or low? Mm, you. Oh, I would say you were within the top 10 well, easily. That's nice. You need big guns, though, because you want, you want to be able to I do it some, again. Yeah, I got to get some asses in seats, so I'm going to go for yeah. the drawing power. And you really do have to, and I understand that. Sure, so and, I pre- and I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, But I... I'd rather, I didn't, the only reason I did it at the improv is because it's centrally located. Mm-hmm. Like there's a great theater, which would have been perfect for it, but it's in Los Feliz and no you get people to go, go there. there. Yeah. So it's not, it's Walker and I have to do a walkthrough for tech, but uh, I'm yeah, I'm excited to do it live. 
I want to do it live for many reasons because I have other plans for the show besides trying to sell it to network right. and, and doing it live and festivals and All stuff right. like don't, that. Don't, so don't uh, show your hand. I don't keep it close. I don't. I'm not showing a hand. Don't show it. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do it live then. Is that right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, 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 I like thought that. you were going to start giving away some information about you mm. know, something. So don't. No, you know me. I don't give away information until the check clears. Yeah, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me get the play. I'm getting the playlist here. We got a lot of uh, got a lot of songs here. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm not going to lie. Uh, we're not doing part three, so we'll try to get through all of them. Well, I don't think we could come up with a name for part three. It would be Space Jams, uh, Electric Space Aloo. <laughs> Space Jams, the wrath of Space Jams uh, three. You're jamming me. Oh, I don't necessarily mind that. It doesn't really have a space theme to it's it. It's fine. It's fine. It doesn't work, but it's mm-hmm. fine. Or maybe you can do the alien thing and make it Space Jams. <laughs> <laughs> you brought uh, you brought a tune. I did. Bring you want to kick it off with that tune? Sure. All right. Tell what it is. Yeah, well, it's a Space Jam, so I picked Satellite of Love, but. I picked a live version that you too did. I believe Satellite of Love was a B-side of... Crap, I don't remember what it was a B-side of. Something from October. Might have been one. It might have been a B-side of one, now that I think about it. Um, And this is live from Dublin with a guest singer on it. Ooh, is is it the original vocalist of this song? Why don't we find out? Let's find out. Soon it'll be filled with punk and cars I watched it for a little while We love to watch things on TV Who is that? <laughs> Who else could come in so off key and flat and make it cool? Lou Reed. All right, that answered my question. So terrible. Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. The satellite's gone. Jesus. 40, maybe 50 years of singing professionally, and he never got better. No. Things like that drive me out of my mind. Does he not have monitors in his ear? <laughs> Why I am I playing so much of it? <laughs> I think he's up on the screen. For this one. I think he's up. They did. They they piped him in on the screen. It was he was tour. he on a satellite? <laughs> he was. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. He just never got better at singing, man. No, I mean <clears throat> he's okay on albums sometimes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's. Uh, mm. I'm trying to look up to see what the B side uh, of, of that. See what that B side was. How would you find out? I'm googling it. What can you do? That is it on strike? Is Google on strike? No, I believe uh, we're striking against Google. Oh, okay. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Oh, you know, uh, David Bowie and Mick Ronson produced that? Not that one. We just No, heard. the original. Yeah, yeah. I think I did know that. Okay. All right. I'm just going to kick it off. Who do we got here? Uh, God, one guy has a really long intro. Should we get that out of the way? Oh, uh, who the fuck is this guy? Is it, <sighs> I mean, is I, it I, fucking Waffle House Jesus again? Uh, no, it's not Waffle House Jesus. 
It's just, you know, I asked the interest to be, you know, you know, 90, 90 seconds, I think 90 seconds. And this guy's is a, it's a little longer. It's over two minutes. It's too much. Now I can't even find it. So maybe, all right. I hope some things didn't disappear from my, uh, from this, the, uh, from the list. Oh, well. I'm all right. Just, well, I'm, I'm still, just going to go still, in saddle, Oh yeah. I was right. It was the B side of one. Suck on that people. All right. Let me turn this up so that we can hear everything that Thomas Wallace has to say. Hey, Pat, any guest hosts and all you rock solid listeners out there. This is Thomas Wallace in Florence, Alabama, with my selection for the Space Patreon curated episode. I've chosen Putting People on the Moon from the Drive-By Truckers, the Dirty South album. It's one of their early albums, currently being remixed, remastered, (laughs) and with vocal recuts on a few songs, including this one. So I want to go with the version that was released last month with those recut vocals. I love this song because it perfectly describes the economy in North Alabama in the early 80s that Patterson Hood and I both grew up in. Talks about the closing of our Ford plant, uh, the moving out of a lot of TVA jobs, which almost included my dad. So it's really personal to me. Mm. Pat, just kick it off at the beginning, and thanks for letting us participate. Sound a little like Neil Young there. That's not nice. <laughs> That's an insult to singers. Uh huh. <clears throat> Boy, I'm gonna something up in my throat today. Sorry. Yeah, you better get that out before you go on the boat. <clears throat> they still COVID test you up before you um, go out there? No, they don't. Really? They don't. I still have to show a vaccine when I go on, but that's about it. All right. Yeah, yeah. You like uh, CCR, right? I love CCR. Let's hear a little something from CCR. This is with this next Whoa, intro. Hold on. What? Credence? Clearwater? No, I'm trying to figure out figure, figure what song it is. Are you trying to figure out what CCR stands for? Yeah. Credence. Okay. Clearwater. Oh, that's the second C. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. There's two. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were stuttering. Credence. All right. Don't. Don't. I was clearing my throat. We're going to get a couple letters. No, when I do it, it's like, when I do it, I'm not, I'm not making fun of people who stutter. Yeah, you are. No, no, no. I'm doing like, you've heard the the Who song, My Generation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing like that stutter singing thing. Like, so you're, so you're acting like you're addicted to amphetamines? Sure. Okay. Cause that's. Wasn't that what it was? Wasn't that, didn't that cause it? Because it got banned in a couple countries because... Talking about my generation. Yeah. 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 Addi- what do you mean pretending to be addicted? Oh, are you? Is that what's behind the curtain? We'll talk. All right. Uh, what if I pulled it out and there's a fentanyl behind there? There's a safe Is that an amphetamine? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about drugs. I know. I don't, yeah. Well, I know a little. I know you do. <laughs> Here we go. This is Mike Markle. Hmm. Hello, Pat, and your co-host, if you have one. This is Mike Markle from Philadelphia. 
My Space Jam is It Came Out of the Sky by Creedence Clearwater Revival. Oh, I might not know this My song. father turned me on to CCR when I was a young boy, and this was his favorite CCR song, so it has special significance for me. It is a rockin' tune in the style of Chuck Berry, and it has some pretty clever and funny political and social commentary. Please take it from the beginning. That's CCR. And then that voice, ah, so great. Mike Markle, good job. Yeah, that's a great song. That is a great song. Deep track. He's so, man, John Fogarty's so good. He is. What do I got to get him on the show? I think that should be no problem. Why did he? He's a legend. Like he had a meltdown, right? During CCR. And he's like, fuck this. I'm tired of writing all the songs. You guys write all the songs. And then they sucked and then broke up, right? I think the guys were tired of him writing all the songs. So he said, okay, next album, we'll all. Each of us will write three songs. That'll be our 12 songs. And uh, those songs, the nine songs sucked and his songs were good. <laughs> and then I think they went back to doing it his way and then they broke up. Okay. So he was just like, what the fuck? Why am I doing right. this? And he just, I say he just got them back. I'd say it must have been in the last year or two. He yeah, just got, got the, the rights, rights back. to his, ba- to his music Unbelievable. Back. Crazy. So he, he must be playing those live now like with so much energy and, and oh, I would and imagine passion. Now. Yeah, because he was probably just like fuck it. I yeah, own these. How do you get? He got sued for plagiarizing himself. I know that's yep. so crazy. God, I fucking. I'm so glad. And he lost. The, I'm so right? glad the re- yeah. I think so. I'm so glad the record business is crumbling <laughs> <laughs> because they've been fucking people for so long. Here's a song I'm picking. It's the Kinks supersonic rocket ship. Mm. My supersonic ships at your disposal if you feel so inclined. Yes, I would like to borrow your rocket ship. Right. What year is this? Uh, it's probably in the. We're going to travel faster than light, so do up your own yeah. and we'll go anywhere you want to decide. Well, all right. Mandolin? Sounds like it. Supersonic rocket ship by the Kinks. I like the Kinks. Yeah, the Kinks are good. They're like when he sings about a supersonic rocket ship, he's not singing about his dick. <laughs> he's not. Oh, well, just ruin it for me. Oh, did you think he was? I thought he was. I'm sorry. Well, here I'll really ruin it for you. Here's a uh, here's Aaron Khan. <laughs> hey there, Rock Solid listeners. Aaron Khan here again, and I'm here to take part in this Space Jams episode for my pick. All right, now I'm going to tell you uh-huh. his intro. Plus song is one minute and 43 seconds. So that's, that that includes the song. That's good. I think it's good. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to start it over. Okay. Why doesn't Aaron Khan, like, why doesn't he get a voiceover job for like 
taxi you know the voice that comes over the taxi cab when you yeah. get in new york like he would be perfect for that yeah yeah please uh what if could his voice built? be on could could he be the new siri maybe or I'm not Ale- a, what is it alexa i i think you need i think you need to put him in a calming situation in could a you say situation. aaron and then he would come on well yeah, but it would take him an hour to find what you're looking for. A calming situation. Get, get we a, need, we, it would give it a story. Well, sure, I'll happily bring up that Lou Reed. But, you know, when I first found Lou Reed, I was 12 years old. and uh, So what's a calming situation where like I want to hear his voice? Like when you get in a taxi cab and, and you're right. in the hubbub of New York City. And All right. Please put on your seatbelt and uh, listen to the selection from a band I'm way too young to like. All right. Or I had an MRI today. So like his voice would come over and say, the next round of photos will take two minutes but it would be his voice did you have a voice in your mri yeah i did oh yeah i'm tra- well did i have an mri i get mri and cat scans confused are they the same thing uh this is the tube where you lay down and you're in the tube yeah i was in a tube yeah. i don't remember a voice yeah maybe your tube was a supersonic rocket ship maybe what i call my tube what if we just move on i forget to play his thing that's, that's what i was going for be so here we go. I'm Aaron Kahn. Please enjoy your ride, too. Hey there, Rocks On listeners. Aaron Kahn here again, and I'm here to take part in this Space Jams episode. For my pick, I'm going to go with the song from Hawkwind. Formed in 1969, Hawkwind are a band that fit perfectly with this episode, as they are usually categorized as space rock. Never heard but of them. the band has gone through dozens of lineup changes. I don't think so. I've never heard of space rock. founder Dave Brock is the lone consistent member. And to date, they have released a total of 35 studio albums and 13 live albums. Now, there might be some listeners out there who have heard the name Hawkwind, and it's more than likely because one of their members at one point was the late, great Lemmy Kilmeister, who would, of course, go on to form Motorhead. Lemmy was in Hawkwind for several years during the early 70s. In his time with the band, he sang lead vocals on what is probably the band's most popular song. From Hawkwind, with Lemmy Kilmeister on vocals, this is Silver Machine. You could get all that information on your cab ride to JFK. True. I didn't know Lemmy was in another band. I, oh, yeah. I did not know that. Oh, that's that's surprising for you. I don't really know much about Motorhead. I know the basics. Like he was in Hawkwind. <laughs> I know Fast Eddie Clark was in Motorhead. Mm-hmm. And they were on The Young Ones. A couple that, times. Uh, what's the drummer's name? Filthy Animal or something? Yeah. Phil the Filth, whatever his name is. Hey, we give Aaron Kahn a lot of shit, but he knows his stuff, man. He doesn't know his stuff. He's a good guy. And he shouldn't know any of this because he's 16. I know, I know, right? He shouldn't know about Hawkwind. Yeah, yeah. And about all these bands that were This is from 69. He was born in what, 93? I don't know. He shouldn't know this, though. He Mm. should be listening to Harry Styles. Mm. We all should be listening to Harry Styles. (laughs) I like that last album. It's great. All his albums have been great. All right, you ready for Dwayne Hoffman? He has a third nipple. Yeah, go ahead. Does he? I think so. So does uh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg also has an altar at his house where he prays every day. Really? Yeah, he's a fucking whack job. Does he call all three? I mean, unless, does you're, he... unless you're religious, then it's cool. But he's a fucking idiot. Does he call all three nipples his funky bunch? I think he calls it the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, Pat. 
This is Dwayne Hoffman from Columbus, Ohio. It sounded like Dwayne took two steps Did up to the microphone. Did he walk up to the microphone? I think he walked up to the microphone. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to go back. Now, All we right. have to be very quiet, and I think you're going to hear Dwayne Hoffman walk up to the It's microphone. like Ringo Starr walking out of uh, A Day in the Life, okay. away from the piano. Okay, here we go. You ready? Hey, Pat. Yeah. Oh, this yeah, is right. Dwayne Hoffman from Columbus, Ohio. This song is a cover of the theme song to a Japanese Saturday morning television puppet show. <laughs> I love it already. The 1983 EP Starfleet Project by Brian May and Friends. His friends include REO Speedwagon drummer Alan Gratzer, bassist Phil Chen, who played with Beck and uh, Rod Stewart, yep. keyboardist Fred Mandel, who did some work with Queen and Alice Cooper, mm-hmm. and some backing vocals by Roger Taylor. And also a guitarist named Edward Van Halen. The track is Starfleet. Thanks, Pat. That's Brian May right there. Yes, for sure, for sure. Let's figure out when Eddie can... He had that first scream. Eddie had that first scream. Yeah, that little. Who's on vocals? That's Brian. Okay, he's got the voice. Steady Van Halen on keyboards. Might be. <laughs> Give us a solo here. Oh. That's Brian still. This song's eight minutes long. I assume a lots of jamming is happening. I have so. Or you say Starfleet for another seven minutes. I don't really hear Eddie yet. I don't hear him yet. He had that thing in the beginning. I call it a flourish. All right. I don't know how much more we can. Scroll a little ahead. I want to hear Eddie. Should I scroll ahead six minutes? Do like a minute. Oh, yeah. There it is. Yeah, it's got to be Eddie. Go back on that. Let's hear that. So. Yeah, that really fast yep. pick. That's Brian, I think. The tone. I can't hear I don't hear the tone, but it's not Eddie's style for sure. Hmm. That might be that's Eddie. Ooh. Wait a second. Action to it. Yeah, this could be Eddie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
This is at seven and a half minutes into the song. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. All right. I was doing a Roger Taylor and Brian May. I was I was doing a little research for for what it's worth coming up with trivia questions, and I learned it's all four members of Queen wrote. Oh yeah, a top ten hit, or at least yep. one, if yeah. not three. John Deacon is the secret sauce. Yeah, yeah, he wrote a ton of hits. But all, but all members have written a top ten hit. I yeah. think if I yep. get my re- yeah, that's absolutely. Crazy. John Deacon was the only one that didn't sing, though. Everyone else yeah. sang. Who's the one who bowed out and's like, I'm just going to live off this money? John Deacon. Yeah, smart. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. That was Freddie Mercury. He bowed. yeah, he's done. He's, he bowed out. Really? Yeah, he's retired. <sighs> all right. Okay, uh, Ian Beresford, what do you got for us? A lot of Hello, Pat and the Rock Solid listeners. Oh, this guy. This is Ian Beresford in Berwick upon Tweed and the Fumble in England <laughs> with my selection for the latest Patreon created episode, Space Jams. My selection, I believe, is a bit of a classic. It's David Bowie with Life on Mars. Great. The song, song th- didn't come out as a single originally <laughs> until after his success with Ziggy Stardust, where it hit the uh, top three in the UK in 1973. It's a great song. And I also like it for the fact that it's probably confused everybody in the world by wondering what the hell the Norfolk Broads is. But they're nothing to do with women. Uh, I hope everyone enjoys it. I hope everyone's well. Thanks, as always, for the great content, Pat. And speak to you all again soon. Bye for now. All right, here we go. Take a look at the <laughs> All right. Now is that Rick Wakeman, Rick Wakeman on keyboards on that? Probably. There's a <clears throat> there's a video you can look it up on YouTube. There's a video of him explaining the genius behind the chord progression in that song. I highly recommend it. It's really great. So whenever Ian Beresford says where he's from, you and I always look at each other because. Uh, his accent is is that of uh, a person from the United Kingdom. Sure, and so we can never understand. But I have his address written down here, okay. so I'm gonna I'm gonna read it. Okay, in my you know dumb are vernacular. Gonna, are you gonna do it at stutter again? No. Okay. Uh, it's Berwick. B e r w i c k. How would you say that? Berwick. B e r w Berwick. I would Berwick, say Berwick. Berwick upon just like once upon a time, sure. and then Tweed. Berwick upon Tweed. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to go back and hear him say? Now sure. that we know what he's saying, let's let's hear it again. Hello, Pat and the Rock Solid listeners. This is Ian Beresford and Berwick upon Tweed in the Fumble of England. Now you can hear it. <laughs> My selection <laughs> yeah, yeah. for the latest Patreon created episode, Space Jobs. Right, I right, love right. those town names in I know. Berkshire on the Shopshin. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the towns in England. They're uh, great. I've been there. I got in a fight there once. Oh, right. Berkshire on the Shopshin. Wasn't yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it was a little good. rough. You like Tony Greathouse? As a person? Just, you know. Or in general? In general. I like the idea. You like the Tony. idea of a Tony Greathouse? Yeah, I like the idea of like, a Tony He's like kind of like a Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know what's interesting about Tony Greathouse? What? Tall. 
He's really tall. He's tall. I was surprised. We hung yeah. out in Atlanta. I was very surprised yeah. how tall he was. Yep, he is tall. And um, and you know what else is that uh, the height you would assume big penis, but no. Yeah, disappointed. D- really disappointed. I, me too. All right. It was a long drive from Atlanta to Athens. <sighs> Especially when I got a small penis. I know. Here we go. The freeway head was so Hey, y'all. It's Tony Greathouse in East even, Alabama. To say it. And I am it's participating in the space episode. Today, I want to highlight driving to Atlanta right now? one of Alabama's best kept secrets. The Dexatines. Mm. They're a group out of Tuscaloosa. Now, look, I was addicted to dexatine. Before you got onto the fentanyl? Yeah, and it's not good. It's mm. not a good high, and it's hard to get off of. Sure. Let's back it up a little bit, because we're talking all over. I know, this poor guy. Dexatines. They're a group out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Shocking. That, If you can, they rarely tour these days. If you could see them, it's one of the best things. I go on and on about my last show before a pandemic with the drive-by truckers homecoming. I know, I know. But they opened a certain show and started the homecoming, and I am picking from that set live from the 40-watt Neil Armstrong. That's the name that, of the song. Oh, okay. Take it from the top, baby. All right. Tony and I drove by the 40-watt 40 40 club. I don't know how long you can play it. And y'all, be sweet. Here we go, Neil Armstrong. One. It's cold and dry when you're up in the sky. There's no atmosphere, and you can't hear a thing. Well, the view is delightful, but your air is recycled. And if you want to call Earth, there's a six-minute delay. I like that. Dexatines Midnight Runners. What is that? You got a complimentary upgrade? First class, baby. And where are you flying to? Orlando. Wow. That's going to be great. I, You know what? I've got status on a couple different airlines, and they fly me such shitty flights uh-huh. that the upgrade, I get upgraded nine times out of ten. What do you mean such shitty flights? Like I'm taking the nine o'clock red eye to orlando on a friday night i get mm. in at 5 a.m all right like nobody's on that flight so they just upgrade so i get upgraded i honestly that flight i get upgraded m- more times than not could anyone get upgraded i have been miles I have a lot of points. miles and status on why wouldn't miles. they just move people up i don't you know what they did one time i watched a dude i it was delta and screw them there was an open seat in the exit row mm-hmm. and a guy asked to move there and they're like, no, nah, you have to pay for it. Hmm. So basically they're more about the money than the safety. Right. Because <laughs> when you send those exit row seats, you're supposed to help people out, but right. they'd rather have the money than have people help people get out. Those dicks. I know. 
All right. What do you think Jeff Scoble has to say? Oh, I don't know, but I'm always interested in what he has to say. I'll tell you what. He picked a good song. Yeah? It's a song that I remember, but I haven't heard in a long time. Here we go. Hey, Jeff Scoble from Detroit here with my choice for this latest patron-sponsored episode all about space. There are a ton of songs to pick from here, so I thought I'd pick something a bit off the beaten path. Mm. Tony Carey, former keyboardist with the band Rainbow, had released a decent solo album in 1982 called I Won't Be Home Tonight. A year later, he released another album, but this time under the alias of Planet P, and this one felt more like a concept album centered around an astronaut heading to space. The one single off that album was called Why Me, a song I always enjoyed, which seems to describe said astronaut heading off to space and maybe second-guessing his choices. Start the song around the 50-second mark to avoid the bullshit synth intro. <laughs> As always, hope everyone's staying safe out there and keep on rocking. Here we go. Do you remember this? I remember playing at P. I had no idea... It was started by the keyboard player from Rainbow, Tony Carey. Yeah, yeah. I, God, I love the listeners, man. They know so much. All right, that's a good one. I, I for the longest time... Back in the day when Planet P was around, I thought Planet P did the uh, Major Tom song. No, who did do that? And it was a, it's a dude's name. It's a dude. Yeah, but for the longest time, I thought it was Planet P. I got really confused. All right, this is a song called Shoot the Moon. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's about space, but it's got moon in the title. Or it's showing or bare ass in it. Yeah, but I don't think so. This is a friend of the show, Alexi Lawless. Playing and singing. This is Alexi oh, Lawless. Oh, you're, oh, he's not doing an intro. No. He's playing his own song. This is his song, Shoot the Moon. Sorry, Alexi, I didn't mean to say your song was about Moody. I didn't realize it was your song. And I'm still trying to get it right. All right. I'll buckle up before we hit the stone ahead. Buckle up. Right, 2018 from the album Sunshine. Alexi Lawless. Dude, is a talented dude. Yeah, too much talent, right? And good looking. You know, you know what? Fuck that guy. <laughs> you know, you get you That's get where one we thing. Go. You get one thing. I'm in this still life. looking you don't for get my one thing. What's three? my one thing? Fentanyl. Oh, okay. I'm good at that. Right. All right. Can, Can I call an audible? Can I bring in a song? Sure. Am I going to be able to find it? You have to be some... YouTube it. What? You don't think I'll have it? I don't think so. What's the band? L Vi. How do you spell that? E L V Y. I wonder if I have it. I'm gonna look. I, I might have so... brought it in before. I forgot about this song. Hold on. What's it called? Uh, Return to the Moon. 2015. E L V Y. E L V Y. Is it one word? Two words. 
L invite, and mm-hmm. it's called again Moon. Uh, Return to the Moon, off the same album title. No, I don't got that. I'm sorry, we can't play it. No, we can't play it. No, we can't. Let me mm-hmm. look it up on the iTunes Store. Mm-hmm. Your phone's close to the mic. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a side project of the lead singer of the National. All right. And another dude who I'm blanking on right now. I'm looking for it. It's looking. I think it's coming up. I think we're going to have it. All right. Uh, 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 return to the moon. Mm-hmm. Take it from the top. It says, well, I'm going to take it from wherever iTunes Music Store. Let me take Oh, okay. It I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't realize you're on that store. Here we go. Right. Turn to the moon, and that's about mooning, right? That's yeah, about that's, yes. pulling your pants down. BA in it, bare ass in it, bare ass in it. Uh, the National has a good new album out. What's it called? Uh, f- the first two pages of Frankenstein, I believe. All right, that's an interesting title. It's an interesting title. It's, it's, to- you know, if you're not familiar with the National, don't go off of Elvi. They're a lot more mellow than that, tend, tend to be. Um, but I, I'm a big fan. All right, you ready for this bullshit? Here's a guy that didn't didn't even bother to send the song. This is one of those people that just goes, "You just play it from YouTube." There's, oh, really? People do that. Look at all the look at all the balls I'm keeping in the air here. I mean, I got two computers. Right. I got I got a fade up and fade down. I got mics. I got all this stuff. And two then, balls. Two balls. And then this guy. This guy thinks I can just jump around, jump through a hoop right in the middle of the show, jump from here to there and play whatever it's uh, his YouTube thing. So disappointing. Here we go. I just realized more editing goes into us recording these intros than any of Pat's episodes. Oh, really? Mm. Well, now I have to jump to YouTube in the middle of an episode. You know what? You know what? Why didn't you edit your song into this from YouTube? Why don't we edit this out now and skip it? Should we just not play it? Yeah. You want me to go to someone else? I would rather you go anywhere but Steve-O right now. Because listen to this condescending. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to what he says. I just realized more editing goes into us recording these intros than any of Pat's episodes. And yet he doesn't uh, He doesn't play his song. Huh. He doesn't edit his song in. Well, if he started, this better be the fucking best intro. If he had all this time all right. to edit it and make it great, fucking lay it on us, Steve-O. Let's, right. let's, let's hear it. Let's it. hear the greatest intro ever because he had time to edit it yeah and there's no song you'll have to go to youtube and find it on your own folks here we go so pat hey how you doing hey folks at home (laughs) i'm not gonna edit this out see how you like it listen you know what i love about outer space one of my favorite things our moon i say our i mean all of humanities just because we uh, americans put a flag up there it's fine listen I've been a fan of the thing for a long time, whether it be waxing, waning, whatever it's doing, I just love it. I also love the Tragically Hip very much, and so do a lot of the people that I... He said waxing his moon. Does that mean he shaves his ass? It's like a Brazilian. On your ass? Yeah. 
All right. I love. This song means a lot to me, and it may bring this show back to earth, but it's important to see the bulb and the mirror, which makes sense once you hear the song Morning Moon from the album We Are the Same uh, by uh, the Tragically Hip. I love you all. I love the moon. And come say hello to Royston Bantadu, Sheriff of Work at the Sterling Renaissance Festival. I love you. Bye. I don't even know what he said there. Uh, was he was he listing off a town in England? I think he was promoting something, but he said it so quickly right. that I don't even know what it is. Now, the song he picked was, is by the Tragically Hip, which everyone loves. Absolutely. 100%. I can't find this song anywhere. Really? No. You didn't get it on YouTube? No. I mean, maybe it's on YouTube. Do I have to jump over there? I, I, I guess so. I mean, did he not send it? No, he didn't send he it. He didn't send it? No. Did he know how this works? Yeah, I guess in the middle of the show, I'm supposed to stop. You're supposed to stop everything. Yeah, and do this. And 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 just all the momentum. Oh my God. What's it called? Morning Moon? All the momentum. Morning Moon. All the momentum that uh, yeah, Jeff we, Scoble brought. Yeah. Just screeching halt right yeah, now. Yeah, this, this is an insult to Scoble. It is, I feel... We apologize, Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. I'm sorry. Okay, let me see if this will even play. What is your... Oh, oh, sure. An oh, ad. now an ad? Yeah, an ad. An ad? Did he give us Great. any information on the band like mm. Jeff Scoble did? A I learned bit. something from Jeff Scoble. He said he liked to moon his ass or something. I learned. I didn't learn anything from Steve-O, okay. except he's a little over this show. All right, this is the song, I guess. Morning Moon. Are the lyrics here? The reactor's down, I guess, for Labor Day today. It's the first day I ain't seen great plume of steam. I'm going to sing along. Okay. The reactor's from across the lake Hey, that's a morning moon Yeah I'm not So look, I've never heard this song before So I don't know the tune, the melody I don't know any of it really could have fooled us But I have the lyrics in front of me So I'm going to keep going Okay. Okay. Making strange. You said someone's paying when something's too cheap. Somebody's paying something. You said someone's paying something. That's pretty good. Ah, that's not bad. Maybe yeah. we'll do a whole, whole show of that. Send me songs I've never heard with the lyrics, mm-hmm. and I won't listen to them, uh, and it'll be a first. We used to do a first listen. And, you, and you'll sing along with them? Yeah, this is a first sing. And Mike Siegel will co-host that. Yeah, and he'll sing too, because okay, I don't good, think he I don't sing either. Be here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be around You know what? Now. One more verse. <laughs> here we go. Fans of the Tragically Have Suffered Too Enough. Much. Too upset. <laughs> I, I'm actually auditioning to be the new singer. Oh, <laughs> Let's see if I can get the let's see if I can get the gig. Okay, what's the next line? Nothing that could clear a room. But I don't know the inflection. Or I know any- something that can clear a room. Oh, you're damn right. <laughs> Here we go. Nothing could clear a room. <laughs> Just say one little thing that could make me feel better. Under this morning moon. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty fucking good. Thanks, Steve.
That was fun. You, the blatant disregard you have for your listeners. <laughs> this isn't what they tune in for? I don't think so. What did they tune in for? Uh, I don't even know. I'm not sure at this point. I really don't. I don't know. And why? Seriously. I mean, how this many? This time out of their week. I know. They could be with family. I know. So that they listen to you and Dave Festini put two albums together that nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> Those are good episodes. <laughs> you don't think, uh, you don't think uh, coming up we got Highway to Hell versus Back in Black? You don't think that's something people are interested in? Yeah, I think that's cool. We also have coming up, you'll like this one, Octung Baby versus REM's Automatic for the People. That's, yeah. that's a strong, that's a strong Those battle. are two strong albums. Yeah. Is we, Festini doing that? Yeah. Who doesn't like either of those bands? I know, it's going to be difficult. Okay. Those are too strong. Too those strong are really, no, those are- 90 albums, 90s are, albums. Those are number one and number two of my favorite albums of all time. I know. And they're going to go head to head, track for track. Okay, yeah, Steven- Number one and number two? Yeah, yeah, number one and number two. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever Maybe hear, number one and number three. Did you ever hear my Tragically Hip tribute album? <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Here we go. Hello, Pat, and to all the rock-solid listeners tuning in around the world, this is Stephen Perry from over in Sydney, Australia, with my selection for this month's episode. I've gone this time for local Aussie space rockers, The Church, off their 2003 album, Forget Yourself. The song is called Song in Space. They do love a space song to The Church. I hope everybody's doing well. Thank you very much, Pat, for all the great shows that you do and all the hard work that you put into them. Thank you. Until next time, this is The Church with Song in Space. You wake up late, yet you're asleep inside a dream. Then you feel something superimposed. Upon your thoughts They say that in the future Every man and woman will be a star And everybody's shining And it's blinding And they don't seem to fall You can't spend the whole In space I love how Stephen Perry says the name of the band. That was the church, yeah? Yeah, that was the huh. church. I don't yeah, know much church. about them. I, I the handful either. of songs I know, I like. Take Me to Church, though, right? Oh, that's a good song. That's not the, them, though. No. All right, Mike Wiles has got some Elton John for us, but it's not the one you think. It's not Rocket Man. Oh, okay. He's going with a deep cut. Deep cut? Let's hear it. Hi, Pat and fellow Rock Salad Podcast listeners. This is Mike Wiles from Naperville, Illinois. My entry into this episode's Space Jam theme is from Elton John. Now, it's not Rocket Man, as you may have thought, 
but actually from his 1974 album, Caribou. This is a great deep track called I've Seen the Saucers. I really enjoy this song. Pat, it has a slow beginning, so if you start about one minute, uh, you'll get into the best part of the song. Don't tell me so what I to do. So I hope you all enjoy I've Seen the Saucers from Elton John. All right, let's hear it. Is Caribou a good album? Oh, don't forget me. I'm so it's a terrific album cover. You should look up the album cover. One of the better album covers. What's going on there, right? So much for gay guys having style. I know. Holy crap. All right. Oh, well, I knew the bitch was back is on it. I didn't realize Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me was on it. Uh, it's uh, Yeah, so there's the two big songs. And mm. then the song right before <laughs> Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me, maybe that describes the album. Maybe. I don't know. Stinker. Stinker. So, yeah, here's the thing with Elton John. I have all his albums, but I'm not uh, a scholar on Elton John's deep cuts. Sure, me neither. Like, there's... there's um. I am for his 80s albums, but the 70s albums, I mean, Madman Across the Water is my favorite of those, and, okay. and Goodbye Yellowbrick Road. Sure. But then the other ones have, like, for me, a handful of good songs, and then the, the deep tracks, I don't know. Like, look, I'm going to read these tracks, and you you say yes or no if you know. Is this off of Caribou? This is Caribou. I'm just going to read these. I'm going to read this list of 10 songs. And no, you I'm just already going to tell you I only know two. Okay, well, three now. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> here we go. Let's go through it. I think you're going to know about three. Oh, you think so? Let's find okay. out. Are you the Bitch is Back. Never heard of it. Okay. Do you know that one? Yes, of course. Pinky. No. Uh, Grimsby. <laughs> no. Dixie Lily. No. These sound like three people I don't want to ever meet. <laughs> uh, Solar Prestige Agamon. I don't know. I probably said butchered that. He could have used that one. He could have. Uh, You're so static, but it's spelled Y-O-U-R, and it should be you are so static. Mm. You're so static. Do you think that was on purpose? No. Okay. I think it's stupid. Uh, I've seen the saucers. I've, I know that one. Okay, that's two. Stinker. No. We're going to hear that one because mm. I got to hear that yeah, one. Yeah, of course. Don't let the sun go down on me. Yes. And then ticking. I don't think so. All right. Let's hear stinker. But again, like you, I'm not a big Elton John purist. Yeah. Or I think I have. Scholar. My favorite Elton John song is the... Uh, that train don't stop here anymore. Oh, that's a good one. And that was like what, two thousand? Yeah. I hope this is about farting. <laughs> All right. The song's called Stinker. You sure it's not called Love and Touch and Squeezing? Oh my God, you're right. Journey ripped this off. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> you made me wrong. <laughs> Love and Tunch is stinking. <laughs> Say what you will, but 
out of my hole. That's his butt. Uh, I don't like this. That's where this is going. Yeah. I don't know that. No one, no one says. You know what my favorite Elton John song is? <laughs> Stinker. Well, in, in his defense, I mean that—that's a classic blues line. So it's not like they ripped off right. "Love and Touch and Squeeze," and it's not like the rhythm in "Love and Touch and Squeeze" was breaking new ground. No, "Love and Touch and Squeezing" came after that. The journey. Well, yeah, I ripped him off. What I meant was nobody was ripping anybody off. They ripped him off. You think so? Really. Sure. Out of all the Elton John songs, they're like, hey, man, have you guys heard that stinger? No one will ever know. It's a deep cut. <laughs> all right. This guy's name is Kevin. His last name is Clement. Okay. Clement. I say Clement. I say Clement. Let's find out what he says. It's his Hello, name. Hello, Pat. Fellow rock soliders. This is Kevin Clement from South Louisiana chiming in with uh, my... Pick for Space Jams episode. Sexy voice. And mine was a pretty easy one. Uh, just listened recently. If you see, if you uh, follow my albums of the day that I do with the podcast, listen to uh, the Police's Regatta de Blanc. Um, and of course, one of the big singles off of that album was Walking on the Moon. Of course. Love it. So that's the one I'm going with. All right. Nice. So, Hope y'all enjoy it. Hope everyone is doing well. And we'll talk with you later. All right. I like the song a lot. Not talked about a lot, I don't think. Giant steps are what you take. Andy Summers' guitar is so cool. Just three guys. Yeah, yeah. Sting's a good bass player. He's okay. Pretty good. He's okay. Listen. Well, anybody can do that in the fucking studio. He's good. He's okay. Stuart Copeland's a great drummer. Excellent. He's fine. <laughs> Guitarist, how do you do that? What? Is that a bunch of foot pedals bullshit? No, probably just one pedal. Probably just one filter. Love it. Oh, so great. I mean, he's a, a great song. guitar player. Like, listen to uh, Synchronicity 2. So good. And just, you know, the rhythms are all notes, yeah. not chords. It's I love it so much. He's amazing. All Paid right. so much money to see their reunion tour. <laughs> and the Foo Fighters blew him off the stage. I still think the police were really good. Did you see that show? Yeah. You thought it was good? Dodger Stadium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Foo Fighters opened? Foo Fighters open, yeah. Dave Grohl ran out in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. It was right by me. We were right down there. Yeah. I spent, all, I was like fourth row. I spent a lot of time. I was not down there. Uh, I thought. I, I looked down there. I went, look at, who's that guy down there with the gray hair? <laughs> that, it, that was everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I remember people go, I remember like these old couple in front of us going, I don't know. The Foo, these guys are a little loud. I these think, Foo Fighters these are fr- just noisy. They're, they're not a good match. This is all noise. <laughs> but I remember like the songs. I'm Mildred, and this is not my cup of tea. The songs I didn't want to hear. Sting! Or didn't care about hearing were really good. Yeah. And the songs that I was really excited to hear were bad. By the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because like Message in a Bottle was great. I could yeah. care less if I ever hear that song again. But um, so close. What? No, what's the song I'm thinking? Don't stand right so close to no, me. No, 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 no. So, so lonely? lonely. Sorry, so lonely. One of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like shit all over it. How? When is Weird Al gonna write Message in a Brothel? Come on, Weird Al, do me a solid. I've <laughs> got good ideas. You've been waiting for. I've got good ideas. Okay. Message in a brothel. All right. Yeah. What's that message? You know what it is. Oh. Free sex. Yeah. All right. Now this guy here, I found the guy that went, he went 43 seconds or more over the intro length. It's supposed to be 90 seconds tops. Right. Two minutes and 13 seconds. Including the song? No. What? It's just the intro. He did the two minute and 13 second intro? Yes. Who is this? Jeff Snow. Oh, God, Snow. Now, look, I don't know. If, what if the intro is all sentimental and stuff? You haven't listened to this? No, I just I just make oh sure it God. sounds okay. I don't know. I want to be surprised like all everyone right. else. Okay. God, I hope he doesn't dedicate this to a... To a fallen... <laughs> yeah. To the heroes of the the vets. The victims of 9-11. Yeah, victims of 9-11. Okay, here we go. Rock solid listeners. This is Jeff Snow from West Palm Beach, Florida. Just wanted to say I absolutely love this space themed episode idea. And so I wanted to throw in my selection, which would be Space Captain from Joe Cocker's Mad Dogs and Englishmen record. Um, I'm going to try to be brief with this story, but it's a good one. Uh, In 2003, I had the pleasure of meeting Joe Cocker when I was working as a runner for a production company. He was playing here in West Palm Beach, and I got to go pick him up at his hotel. And uh, he came right out and jumped in the van next to me in the driver's seat, and we drove down the coast, actually up the coast, uh, past where John Lennon used to live. And we talked about the Beatles and music. I took him to the venue, hung out backstage with him and his band all day and all night, Uh, I have great vivid memories of Joe sitting two feet across from me in his whitey tighties, just cracking (laughs) jokes and and being genuinely like the coolest, nicest, sweetest human being. Uh, He took me to dinner with him and his band. um, And later that night, while his band was playing on stage, I asked his tour manager if he thought that Joe would sign my vinyl copy of Mad Dogs and Englishmen. And he told me, you know, look, Joe likes you, but he doesn't really do that kind of thing anymore. He only signs things for charity. Mm. And I thanked him and said, that's cool. I understand. Um, But later that night, after I had taken Joe back to his hotel, I returned to the venue. And there, sitting on the table in front of me, was my copy of Mad Dogs and Englishmen, signed to Jeff, keep on rocking, Joe Cocker. So... Uh, really was just an unbelievably special day and um, really speaks to the kind of guy that Joe Cocker was. And uh, he's missed, but let's enjoy this track from, man, just one of the greatest records of all time. This is Space Captain from Mad Dogs and Englishmen. It's a great story. I'm going to tell the story quicker. (laughs) All right. So I went to see Joe Cocker. Got to hang out with him. He was in his underwear. Kind of weird. Yeah, he glossed over that, right? Yeah, kind of his tidy, tidy whities. Okay, I said, "Hey, can I get an autograph?" Wasn't sure it was going to happen. Later on, I get back. There's my album it's signed. Pretty cool. This is Space Captain. 
Matthew Moore song. Remember the name? Matthew Moore. It's called Space Captain. Now, this guy's going to talk. Now, Joe Cocker's going to tell a story. Is he going to tell a story about that guy? That's a good, that was a good story, Joe. I got picked Jeff. up in West Palm Beach by this Jeff guy. Wouldn't, wouldn't leave me alone. A whole fucking ride. Yeah. And all he kept saying was, can you sign this? Can you sign it? I had to sign it just at, to at one point, At one point, I'm changing. <laughs> I take my clothes off. I mean, I thought if he saw me in my tidy whiteies, maybe he would leave me alone. Nope. Nope. So what I did was, I fucking, I told my roadie, I'm not going to sign that. If you want to sign it as right. me, yeah, go yeah, ahead. For sure. Write whatever you want. And that's what happened. And my roadie, uh, Sliv is his name. Mm-hmm. I just made that, that's not a name. Oh, I know. And uh, Sliv wrote, uh, Keep on Rocking, Joe Cocker. Now, if you look close... He spelled my name wrong. He wrote he wrote Cacker. Oh. So all right. Oh, now the song's got a big intro too. <laughs> also, Jeff didn't send this song. Okay. I had to purchase this song. Okay. Because he said, you probably have this one. Yeah, don't assume I have every song, people. Mm-hmm. Send me the song. If you have it, send it to me. Okay. You sent me an intro. Even you sent me the U2 song. Yes, I did. And I had I'm not that saying one. I'm better than Slacker or what, what's the name? Jeff Snow. Oh, Snow. I was reading the autograph. I couldn't. No, okay. Couldn't really... So anyway, that's what I'm saying. And and what, one guy <clears throat> t- told me to go to YouTube. Yeah, yeah. That's no good. Where's... But if, if you actually have the song, send it. Mm-hmm. Don't assume I have it. I don't have this album at all. Send me the whole album. Here we go. Only assume it if you have. <laughs> if it's Lover Boy. If it's Lover Boy. Or Asia. Yes. Asia. Yes. Is anything good? No. No. Poison. Yes. Poison B-sides. Got it. Yes. 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 Leo, best of Leo Sayer. Leo Sayer's uh, rare hits. Covered. Got it. Yes. Yeah. But did uh, a classic. Joe Cocker, one of the greatest Mad singers Dogs, of all English, time. Englishman. No. Classic no, no. album. One no. of the best albums ever. Absolutely no, not. Certainly I'm not going to have that. Kenny Loggins. Yeah. Try and not find Kenny Loggins so, in his room. Solo Michael McDonald, please. There is a there is a Kinks album signed by Kenny Loggins up there. <laughs> please. Any album that doesn't have an original lead singer? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I've got it. Any album released after the heyday of the band? He's I, got five copies. Certainly I do. I'll give one away. <laughs> That's great. That is pretty great. That's great. I'm not up on my Joe Cocker, but that is great. That's John Belushi, right? That's Joe Cocker. In the Lemmings. All right, here we go. This next guy. Oh boy. One minute and twenty one seconds. It's, it's not under snow again. It's, no, it's, okay. it's Steve Rice. It's under ninety seconds. All right. But he's introing a, a Boston song from their third album. Do you have any female listeners? You know what? I played all the female intros on the last episode with Michelle. Okay. Because I wanted to to make her think I had females. Okay. 
but uh, so Lisa Solak sent in thirty songs. Becoming obvious that I don't. Okay. Um, or at least uh, they're shy. They don't want to do it. Okay. Well, they know their place, really. Let's be honest. Look, when you're cooking dinner, yeah, you don't got time shit. to stop down. You, you might gotta, burn. You might burn the souffle yeah, or the, gotta, the cupcakes. Got to make the man happy. Got to get right. the place clean when he comes home. In the middle of a pillow fight, they're going to stop and just all of a sudden record an intro and right. pick a song. I don't think so. Mm. So Steve Rice, uh, he's going to intro a song from Boston's third album. Not even uh, hold one. On. Of, it's called. What is the third album? It had Amanda on it, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. uh, after. Not Afterburner. No, that's uh, ZZ that's ZZ Top. Top. Yeah. It's but it's something like that, right? Third stage. Third stage. So it's nothing like that. It's nothing like that. Yeah, I couldn't put, couldn't come up with the third title. It's not a good album either. It's not Amanda. Was so good. much filler. Yeah, yeah. So much filler. Really Some were, of the nonsense is part of what he's going to play. So let's they really it. only had two good albums, right? Yes. So when anyone says Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, no, no, no way. Boy, I don't know. No, I'm saying no. Okay. Foreigner's not in yet. And they have at least five good albums. Yeah. Yeah, Boston. I don't know if either of them belong in there. To be Boston's with a blip. You. Okay, here we go. Steve Rice. He's going to try to convince me. Third stage is good. It's okay. Hey, Pat, it's Steve Rice again from Sellersville, Pennsylvania. Hello to you and your guests and Thank everyone out there in the Rock Salad Empire. Hello. When we're doing Empire. Space Jams, the first one that immediately came to my mind comes off of the third album from Boston. <laughs> it's third stage. Jesus. And That's, this, this one is, is called Cool the Engines. It's track number four. Yeah. It kind of sets up with the second track called We're Ready. And then the third one is called The Launch, which breaks down into three different, I guess, categories or sections of the, of the track. Awful. Of countdown, ignition, and then third stage separation. He, he couldn't it, write any songs. And then it brilliantly goes right into- And you're saying this cool isn't a good album? When I look up- It's like one song is like four songs, and none of it's good. It's yeah. like in sections. Okay. Ignition, ejector, ranger. I don't know what I'm saying. But you own it, right? Up the liner. Oh, I have it. Absolutely. <laughs> no Joe Cocker, but fucking third stage. As a matter of fact, it was released on like a Mobile Fidelity CD, which I was never able to track down, like remastered and everything. Mobile Fidelity CD? What is that? It's, um, maybe I'm saying that wrong. Hold on. Uh, we're going to take a break from Steve's intro for a second. <laughs> right now, no one knows what's going on. Mobile Fidelity CD. Hold on. Uh, original Master Recording original master recording from yeah i think it's the the company was mobile fidelity and they would um they would take uh important albums i don't know why they took this one and they would remaster them from the original oh, tapes okay i see what you're saying okay so anyway the original cd for third stage sounds like shit sure and um not because of the music it just it doesn't sound good is it recorded poorly it's probably recorded fine. it just uh, it pales in comparison to That's other such CDs. a solid you know, yeah. even though we don't like them that much, those first yeah. two albums had such a yeah. unique, solid sound. Yeah, I mean, Did they get a different producer? No, it, no, it's the same guy, Tom Scholes, the guitarist. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just talking, uh, over time, it doesn't sound, the CD doesn't sound as good as other CDs. Okay. But last night, Wes Anthony sent me the files from the Mobile Fidelity version. So we're going to play Cool the Engines back to back, and you're going to hear the difference. Why, I st- why did he send you that? I asked him to. Is he a big Boston fan? He has a lot of stuff. Okay. 
There's there's a there's a handful of guys that if I ask them for something, they have it. All right. All right, Steve. He's another guy who knows his shit. He does. He sh- he needs to be back here on here soon. All right, Steve. I backed it up a little bit because we're talking all over the fucking place. So I'm gonna let you talk again about um, you know the engines and the ignition and the the launch and the launch, the launch the and, and the, the landing and, and the splash down. And then we faked it. All right, here we go. And then third stage separation. And then it brilliantly goes right into cool the engines. Brilliantly? He might be throwing that word around. Brilliantly. Yeah. All right. Here's, well, it's coming up. We're st- wait, we still have 30 seconds. Engines. When I look up the liner notes on this song and this album, it has, uh, of course, Tom Scholz and lists all of the instruments that he does. His grand piano, electric piano, rhythm guitar, acoustic guitar, and all that kind of stuff. But at the end, it, it lists about 12 different things, but the last three are rocket ignition, thunderstorms, and unidentified flying objects. Ooh. So I don't know what's coming out of Tom and where it's coming out of, but it appears that uh, he is responsible for this space theme. So uh, enjoy Cool the Engines, and everyone take care. Okay, that's this is the original CD. I don't mind this at all. I like it. I just shit on this band for 30 minutes, and I like this. Okay, now I'm going to jump to the Mobile Fidelity version. Okay. Let's see how much better it sounds. Much better. song well i'll send you those files send me the send me the album i'm gonna send you the bad version though just as long as you get some of that tom schultz thunderstorm and uh sound in there now look i will say that's one of the better songs in okay there. what's his name bruce what the lead singer was it Bruce Welch? Brad Bradley Delp. Bradley Delp. I wasn't yeah. close at Rock all. Peace. Bradley yeah, he Delp. died a few years back. Yeah. Yes, he did. Took his own life. Oh, did he? That's yep. uh, that's a shame. I know it's rough. Um, but you know, Tom Schultz released a Schultz uh, Schultz not re- Schultz Schultz released a uh, a guitar component called the Rockman. Yeah, that made you sound like Boston, mm-hmm. which was great. We bought one because we all played guitar in my house, and it was great for like a day. <laughs> And then you just fucking sounded like, you just sounded like him. And that was it. That was it. You couldn't do anything else with it. You just sounded like him. Sounded so if you like wanted him. to play a Boston song, you bring you it out. You could do it. If you're not, but If you wanted to play Hendrix, different. forget it. Forget it. Put, put it back in the closet. How much were those? Those are expensive. Uh, probably about a hundred bucks back then. Which was a lot of money. Yeah, I was 17. It's called the Rockman? I believe it. Rockman, yeah. wonder if those are on eBay right now. think they go for big bucks? Or can, is that just something you can still buy? Uh, probably sales dipped after third stage. Rock man. Cool your engines, Murray. There it is. The rock man. 
headphone amp enclosure. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's one. Rockman Guitar Ace by Tom Schultz, $29.99. $69.99 on that one. Okay. Here's a guy selling his for $649. That guy's never going to find it. Oh, yeah, it. That, guy's, that thing's been on sale forever. Yeah, I love on eBay how the prices are so wildly ridiculous. It's, you know, fucking ridiculous. 180, 180 to like $700. Dude, I sold a ridiculousness hoodie on okay. eBay last year to a guy in Australia. Yeah. He paid three times what I sold it for, for shipping. And you got it for free. Right? I got it for free. Wow. It was like 200 bucks to ship it. That's crazy. All right. Uh, here we go. Here's another intro. Hey, it's Jeff chiming back in with my Patreon pick for Space Songs. And I'm going with my favorite stoner rock band, Monster Magnet. Who's this? And it's their Jeff cover Frank. of Ejection he give his last name by anymore? Robert Calvert. Right. So if you're unfamiliar with him, he was an on-again, off-again member of the Space Rock Pioneers Hawkwind course we know them from lemmy uh, most famously well pat does now i do now because i've heard about it fucking twice today <laughs> um but he adventured out to do his solo effort in 1974 with the likes of brian eno and others and this is monster magnets cover which is a stomping groovy version of the song which is about an astronaut who's trapped in his capsule in space and there's only one means of escape ejection so I say, crank it. Hey. Okay, well, I don't know what the song is. And he I didn't, didn't even know it was him. And he didn't send me the song. Because he's just Jeff now, apparently. We're all supposed to fucking know who he is. Did he even say what the song was? I think it's by Hawkwind. He said it's by Monster Magnet. What's Hawkwind got to do with Monster Magnet? I think it's a cover of a Hawkwind song. Lemmy's old band? Yeah, I think. You know, I, I expect Okay, more. I'm going to see if he says, if he, I, he doesn't say the song. Hey, it's Jeff chiming back in with my Patreon pick. Just Jeff. Chiming back in. Did he send in something else? I mean, what about Jeff Frank? What happened to Jeff Frank? Apparently he's like Madonna now. For space songs. Scoble didn't do this. My favorite stoner rock band, Monster Magnet. Okay. And it's their cover of Ejection. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's Ejection. Okay. Okay. I'm going to, now he didn't send, hey people, send me the fucking song. You don't have Monster Magnet? No. Okay, uh, here it is. It's from an album called uh, uh, Mindfucker. All right, here's uh, here's Ejection by Monster Magnet from the iTunes store. I think Ejection is like one segment of a Boston song. <laughs> All right. What'd you think of that? That might, I'm known of Monster Magnet. Mm-hmm. My friend Dave Meyerhofer is a big Monster Magnet fan. Meyerhofer. That might be the first time I've ever heard him. All right. Have you heard of Space Trucking by Deep Purple? Oh, I like that song.
That'll make Michael Bagford uh, happy. Oh, that's such a great song. Is he a big Deep Purple fan? Yeah, uh, he's got a he's got a boner for uh, Ian Gillen the way I have a boner for Quarter Flash. So yeah, he called me Merster on Twitter today. Hmm. I don't. Well, how do you feel? I don't. You like that's that? not a name. I don't. That's not a name. You I've good been with it? Called? No, I don't think so. Here's a friend of mine from college. Merster? No. Pat Halferty. Patster? Sure. Hey, Pat and Rock Solid Planet. Pat from Pittsburgh, PA here. Space jams. Oh, so many in every genre to choose from. It was really hard to narrow down. But then my choice presented itself to me in the form of a live, multicolor, multimedia, kitschy, amazing trip down memory lane with the world's greatest party band. Our kids surprised us with tickets to see the B-52s at the Venetian. We saw them in Chicago not too long ago, and they were good. But this show had even more energy. Oh, good. It sounded great. This is I their last... I it to rest, the whole strange vibe you this only is get in tour. Las Vegas. And a great crowd. And it was $25 beer night. Like so many others, the first time I saw the B-52s was when I was a freshman in high school. They were on Saturday Night Live in January of 1980. I had never seen or heard anything like it. Weird? Yes. Did I like it? Absolutely. Seeing that was a gateway to this whole new world of music, new wave, punk, post-punk. A great welcome to the 80s, for sure. And they have a bunch of songs that mention space or spaceships in some way, shape, or form. One of my favorites is just a simple tune about a guy who is waiting on a bus to get some hot dogs and wine. Been there, done that, am I right? But then the next thing you know, he finds himself on a UFO. A weird day for some, but just another lazy afternoon for the gang from Athens, Georgia. My choice is, is that you, Modine, from the 1992 album Good Stuff? Cue it up right in the beginning, Pat, and rock in space, everyone. That's a great intro. That is a good intro. That's, That's how your you friend. do it. Yep. Exactly 90 seconds, too, on that intro. I don't really think I know anything after Cosmic. Good production on this fucking yeah. song. Who produced it? I'm going to find out. Cramps feel to it. producers on this album okay one producer produced five songs okay and the other producer produced five songs would i know these producers yes okay i'm gonna tell you the two producers and then you need to tell me which producer produced that song okay all right i don't know if i'm good at this it's a it's you got a 50 50 shot you're either gonna (laughs) be a genius right or just fucking stupid first producer niall rogers okay Second producer, Don Was. Oh, okay. All that makes sense. Who produced, is that you, Modine? It's got to be Don Was. 
You are right. Okay. You are right. Drums on that song, Jeff Beccaro. Okay. Nope, I'm wrong. Oh. Drums on, Jeff Beccaro plays on everything except this song. Oh, That's right. Zach Alford. Who I was watching an interview with somebody and they were just singing the praises of Picaro. Yeah. Like he was like back in the day, man, yep. like you had to have Picaro play drums. Like you had album. to. You could not. Right. Yeah, pretty cool. All right. Great tune. Good intro. Take notes, people. That's, that's a good song. And that's a good song too. It's a song I didn't know. Mm-hmm. All right. What will? What will okay, now where's the song here? Is this another thing without a song? Okay, let's find out. I don't think we have a song here. Hello, Pat and Rock Saw listeners. This is Ken Pablardo. The song that I chose for this episode is Another Girl, Another Planet by The Only Ones. I think I was first made aware of this song when it was covered by The Replacements, but then went on to love this original version as well. I think it was also later done by Blink-182. This was released in 1978 on The Only Ones' debut album, Song is another girl, another planet. Hope you like it. All right. Another girl, another planet by the only ones. Okay. I'm going to see if I can find this. Again, other shows would edit this part out, but no, I'm shining a light on it to let you see people aren't sending me songs. Mm-hmm. All right. If you don't like this, send a song in. Yeah. Send a song. If you don't like this part, send the song with your intro. Blink-182 did do a version of it, so I know Murray loves Blink-182, so I'll play that after we play the original version by The Only Ones. Here we Here's Blink 182's version. Okay, let's see what Blink 182 does. Do they ruin it or do they make it better? Probably. And here's the replacements version. That's the song. Another girl, another planet. Blink-182 manage to do the same fucking rhythm in every goddamn song? Um, they're pioneers. <laughs> Is that was that the right answer? I think that's the right answer. Yes. All right. Cool. 
Uh, oh boy, this might be the last one. This is the last one. And then I and then I have a playout song. Okay. All right. What do we what do we what do we miss in space? I mean, we we did a lot of moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we do any stars? We didn't do any stars. Well, my playout song is uh, okay. Is the stars. did we do any planets? Nah. No. 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 Oh, we could have done what? the planets. You know what? The, uh, gonna, was that Vivaldi who did the planets? No, here we Vivaldi? go. Here, I'm going to do. I'm going to do a planet song because you made me think. Okay. And this is a former guest and friend of the show. It's Marshall Crenshaw. You'll like this song. You mm. probably never heard it. It's called Fantastic Planet of Love. Mm. Very positive, right? Mm-hmm. Produced by Ed Stasium. Kenny Aaron off on drums. Oh, it is? Yep. Nice. Very nice. Fantastic. I like that. Who is that? That's Marshall Crenshaw. Marshall Crenshaw, yeah. Friend, two friends of the show. Yeah, yeah. Crenshaw and Aronoff. All right. This guy's not a friend of the show. It's Patrick Breen. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like That's that. Nice. This is the Breen machine, man. We like The this Breen guy. machine. Love I love it. Guy. I love it. Should I play it? Nah. I had a mini stroke. Here we go. Hey, Pat. This is Patrick Breeden from Stone Heights, Michigan. My pick for the space theme episode from the Detroit band Rhythm Core. Is that giving, oh. you, is that giving you a headache? Rhythm Core? Rhythm Core. Really? The first, the winner of the basement tapes? The MTV's ba- first annual basement tapes? I guess. Okay. Them? The song's called Satellites. What, what do you think of his intro? So far? The sound quality. Well, the sound quality is terrible, but I'm really intrigued that he pulled the rhythm core. All oh right. my God. Let me back it up here. It's got to be the same band. From the Detroit band Rhythm Core is the song Satellites from the 1991 album The Future's Not What It Used to Be, which is the follow up to the more successful 1989 album Common Ground. In my opinion, The Future's Not What It Used to Be is just as good as Common Ground, and this song is a highlight of the album. Anyway. Thanks for the podcast, and hope everybody's doing awesome. I see. When we make fun of the intros, I don't want people to not send them. Right. But that's not very good sound quality. Just take the bucket off your head. Was that bucket? I think he had a bucket on his head. Uh, again, take your phone. Mm-hmm. It's not that difficult. Go in a closet. Go in a closet. Go in the car. <laughs> you don't even have to go in a closet. Go under the table. I do tell him to go in the closet. Uh, do you have like a? Do you like have a powder room, bathroom? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. go in there. Yeah. Go in the closet. You know, put your head in a plastic bag. <laughs> put the phone up in there with it, yeah, and yeah. cinch that around your neck. Mm-hmm. And just do it. Zip tie it. Zip tie it. Zip tie your hands behind your back. And jump in the swimming pool. <laughs> oh Lord! Did it get dark? Yeah, it got a little dark. Here we go. I took it from the top. I didn't know where to take it from. This is satellites by the Rhythm Corps. Yeah. 
they won the MTV uh, Big Party Playoff Prize. Uh, not Basement Tapes, was it? Maybe it was Basement Tapes. Maybe it was Basement Tapes. tapes. Sounds like a satellite. It's not bad. That song, uh, yeah, I, I'm telling you, man, the rhythm core. And I'm looked up rhythm core, they don't mention anything, but they won that MTV contest. I think it was called Basement Tapes. Uh, play Common Ground, that's the song they won with by Rhythm Core. Really, yeah, yeah, it's a great song. I really want to hear it. <laughs> Common Ground. Mm-hmm. Called nothing goes right. That's not it. Yeah. Is this just me? This is common ground. Is this uh Is this what's his face? And who do we think Rhythm core? Some kind of cosmic shooting star. No over there, cosmic shooting star. It works. Common ground. Now that was it, right? Common Ground. He yeah, says Shooting right. Star and Cosmic in it. So, I mean, that works for the show. Yeah, right. uh, rhythm Core? Rhythm Core. I'm, I'm just making sure I got my... I think face. it's Corpse. Corpse, yeah. Maybe they didn't win. I'm looking for it. Okay, here it is. Common Ground by... Uh, you know who would know? Tom Nierberg. I've had this conversation. So, Tom, chime in on Twitter when you hear this, please. Yeah, in four Because I think they went up against us, uh, San Francisco band. <laughs> That's good, right? There's a video for that. Smash it up. Just some game called Nothing Goes Right. He's a mashup. Is this just me to blame? I like that one better. For making these endless nights. Everyone sing it. Who do we think we are? 
some kind of cosmic shooting star, knowing that haven't got all that time. You have to find a common ground. Ugh. Not the other way around. Oh no. So he's saying we gotta find a common ground, not the other way. The other way around is like then we're, we're fighting. It'll be an uncommon ground. Right. For you and I. And I'm gonna tell you something. Your phone just buzzed again because you just keep sending it on the table. I put I posted the picture of you on Twitter. I saw. And I said, how long would it take you to knock over the... I haven't, so You haven't? It. No, you're good. But then uh, Ian Beresford, uh, I don't know where he found it. It's an animated thing of a guy's phone on the uh, <laughs> on the table, and it just keeps ringing, and the guy keeps... And he put phones off the table and no surf videos. <laughs> yep. Well, in my defense, yeah. I, I look, I Google. Oh, and that's when... That's and that's when, when I put the phone on, because I was true. Googling basement tapes. I might be wrong on that rhythm and, core winning basement tapes. Did you look at? Did you look them up on Wiki? I did. It doesn't say anything about basement tapes. Uh, Michael Bagford call you the Merster, mm-hmm. and then uh, Lisa Solak said it would take you three minutes before you knocked the microphone over. <laughs> always so, a big supporter. She is always a big, always a big fan. Always a big fan. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, let's promote. Okay, I can tell you when this will drop, and then you can decide what you want to promote. This will drop. Now I'm going to tell you something about this. Even though this is a Patreon. Uh, what episode. do I want to say? Supporter curated. episode, yeah. curated episode. This is going to drop as a regular episode when I am in London. So okay. this is going to drop on July 6th. Mm-hmm. The Monday of that week will be a Patreon curated episode. And then the Thursday, you'll be hearing this, okay, a great. second Patreon episode. But yeah, this is going to be, and because Murray hasn't been on for a while, so let's drop him on a Thursday, oh, right? Thanks, I appreciate it. So, what do you got coming up after July 6th? Well, I got August 31st, the live for what it's worth coming from the improv. And that's really all I'm pushing right now. Oh, that's weird because I have buttons that say Buttons that. to give away. Interesting. And I have a few uh, top 10 reveals on Access TV coming out. All right. Did you get these buttons from Sticker Mule? Yeah. What a great job, right? Oh, yeah. They're awesome. Sticker Mule is great. I mean, look how these are great buttons. Yeah, yeah. And these were probably, what, 50 for 20 bucks or something? Oh, if that. If that. I yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know how they make a profit. Yeah, I know. Sticker Mule, everyone, for all your sticker needs. Absolutely. Any, any sticker or button you get from Rock Solid, Sticker Mule. Yeah, I do. As a matter all of my, fact, all my stuff why mule. am I not contacting them and telling them I'll do an ad trade out on here for four weeks if they give me a fucking hundred buttons or something, Yeah, right? I'm sure they would go for and it. And that man. way I'll have another hundred buttons that no one wants. <laughs> well, now you have 105 because I brought you five of mine. True. Where are you on the Instagram and uh, on the Twitter and on the websites? At Murray V on Twitter. I'm not taking a stand. I just have not been on Twitter much. I, it's kind of lost its luster for me. Because they took away our blue checks. Yeah. Your blue check was legit. My blue check was legit. My blue check was legit. Christy Stratton's blue check was, le- check was legit. Mike Schmidt's blue check was legit. And they just took them away. And I'm not paying for it. I'm not going to pay for it. And here's the... Here's I the, deleted my account because... I of noticed it. that. But here's the problem. And I'm not even so much about the blue check. Like, I went to... I'm all about the blue check. Tag R.E.M. Or some other band. Oh, you couldn't do it because you don't and have And I didn't check? know which one it was. Uh, yeah, that's the you thing. You know what I mean? Because then you have official... It's not always official. Right. You know, you can say official R.E.M. if they got it before R.E.M. got it. So I couldn't... I didn't know if I was tagging some fan account or yeah. whatever. That's the part that, that pissed me I off. Guess I don't the, give a shit I guess about. the only way to know is like if you click on one and they have 400 followers and the other one has 6 million. But you get like a... Like there's so many U2 fan 
on, that has yeah, hundreds I'm, of thousands I'm, of followers. You know what I mean? So, so it's really hard to find the. So that's causing like the real U two might pay for the blue check because yeah. it doesn't co- I mean it's nothing for them. Right, it's like right. Less than a penny. For yeah, them. yeah. But um, yeah. So they might do it because of that. Yeah, so that's why I don't like it. So I'm on Twitter, I'm f- Facebook, I'm all over, and Instagram. Where are you at Instagram? Uh, Murray V Comedy. Where are you at uh, Facebook? Uh, Murray V Comedy, I believe. You just yeah, that's, that's the brand. Yeah, yeah. We're at Rock Solid Show mm-hmm. on Instagram and on Twitter. I am at Pat underscore Francis underscore Comedian mm-hmm. on Instagram. That's a lot. And a lie. Um, and then rocksolidpodcast.com. And patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast if you'd like to send in an intro and have uh, us make fun of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Also, I do have an, uh, a, a, I call it an EP version of episode of For What It's Worth, a shortened version, full game, but shortened version. Okay. That should be coming out in the next, that should be out already if this is July. And we had fucked up the sound, so I'm fixing the sound. <laughs> and when is uh, Tasty Cow 2 coming out? Uh, Rusty Cow 2 uh, mm. has not been scheduled. Is it going to be called Thirsty Moo? Maybe. All right. Shut that down. Here's my playout song right. from David Bowie's last album. I know he released an EP after this, but this was the final album called The Next Day from 2013. Wow, it's been that long, huh? It's been that long. He died nine years ago. And so did Lemmy. Like they were back to back. Or no, no, no. This wasn't his last album. He had another album after this. He didn't die in 2013. Hold on. Yeah, that couldn't have been 2013. No, no, no. Now I got to rectify this. I got to look it up because I forget. I'm going to go, because he died. I remember I was at the improv the night before. Yeah. I made a big mistake. Hold on. I'm going to go 16. Maybe before, 14. When he died? Yeah. Well, why can't I find uh, what I'm looking for here? Uh, Yeah, Black Star came out in 2016. And then the No Plan EP came out in 2017. So he died but, in 2016. Yeah, right, yes, in 2016. But in 2013, he released the excellent The Next Day. Mm-hmm. And the song I'm going to play for our play out is The Stars Are Out Tonight. I remember that because that I was at the improv on Sunday night and we played all Motorhead because Lemmy had just died. And so we played all Motorhead between comics. Okay. And then I woke up the next morning to David Bowie dying. All right. Let's hear it. I just played a little bit of a little tease. <laughs> I thought I had the sound down on my mixing board. I didn't. All right. Thanks, Murray, for driving thanks, up Pat. here and being here. And uh, thanks for everybody uh, letting us bust their balls. Bust their balls. Yeah. Except for Steve-O. He knows better. No, fuck him. He knows better. Yeah, and if yeah, you're going to promote yeah. it at the end, don't uh, mush mouth it yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. He said something like, don't forget to come see. That's all, folks. Where, what's his face is from? Birkenshire. Yeah. Stars are out tonight. That's not the song. They won't play the song. Well, you, I have to pee. You can go. Play the goddamn song. Here it comes. It's a great album, by the way. Stars are never sleeping. Dead ones and the Never far away 
What that's, album that's off? That's it? Rocket Ride from Kiss Alive 2, but it's a studio track. Isn't Kiss Alive 1 a studio album also? Yeah, they're all studio albums <laughs> they all, that suck. Oh, man, I can't believe how much, how not live that live album is. I know. All right, let's start it up. Maybe okay. we can talk about it. <clears throat> I don't want to talk about Kiss. 